1: Switching and saving with Geico is easy, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like, is the word dictionary in the dictionary? If so, it probably says something like dictionary, noun. A dictionary is the word you're reading now and the pages they were printed on. Basically, this thing you're looking at right now that you're holding, reading words from, it's a dictionary. As in, hey, look at me. I'm holding a dictionary in my hands as I read the definition of dictionary. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Switch and save with Geico. It's easier than you think.
2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome into the Sunday Belly Up Fantasy Live Dynasty Edition. Uh, And look, we're going to be tackling our last uh, division this week with the NFC West. Um, And this will actually be the last week of the Dynasty Edition uh, version of this next week. You can catch us here. Still same time, same place here on Sunday morning. uh, But we're going to be switching over to our redraft kind of regular season season. Uh, Setup so you can uh, still catch us here, like I said, on Twitter, on YouTube, uh, BellyUp TV, uh, and we'll bring you all your in-season information, advice, and everything. But before we get too far into the day, uh, Kevin, welcome to the Sunday Morning Show. How are you this morning? We're we're doing
3: great over here. Uh, we've got some uh, lower temperatures happening in our area, and we had some rain, so uh, you know we're good. Life is good, and uh, you're back in the driver's seat, and uh, so I'm happy about that.
2: What's lower temperature for you? You still like in nineties?
3: <laughs> in the nineties, yeah. yeah. But you know, when it, when we're talking 104, we'll take nineties, a hundred percent. Right. Oh, oh cool. high of
2: 84. Check that out wow it's like fall yeah, for so you. we're bringing on the power right there so by the way driving down the highway yesterday here up in new england there was one tree that was already fully changed in color and i might have cursed it out as i drove past it <laughs> yeah that <laughs> yeah. It, you had every right to do that so yeah, yeah so. <laughs> but uh as we can see we got chase as always down here as well chase good morning morning how are we
4: doing good
2: how are you doing on this beautiful sunday
4: yeah, well, we've got yeah, we've got some leaves starting to change here too, and I am not thrilled about that. But it's early. The nice thing yeah, you, about you it guys, is, is it keep, means it's Please fall.
3: keep that up north. We don't want any yeah. of that around here. Yeah, and I like fall, the fall though. It's, is
4: football season, and that yeah. that I am okay with, but yeah, I am not necessarily ready for for cold, wet, blah for months. But uh, <laughs> no, I am doing okay. My allergies have been crushing me lately. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, other than that, things are great around here. I am psyched up to talk some
2: football fantastic fantastic so we're going to move into the nfc west thing because look we we've we've tackled every other division to this point from a dynasty standpoint we, we've hit all the big news stories uh so we got we got the cardinals we got the rams 49ers and seahawks up so the seahawks so kevin why don't why don't we let's give us an update where are you as a seahawk fan right now because well I, you know
4: Panther
3: Panther when i was on the, the tss fantasy a couple of weeks back and uh when we were talking about the Seahawks and normally I'd be excited because the Seahawks have, you know, they've been a quality team and, 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 and everything. But this year, just like that Thursday night game, right? It's just, it's like water torture. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) to say, I'm not excited about this season because I said, wait, what was that way back in April? or May, whatever. They they made that trade and they they were bringing in Drew Locke and I said, don't tell me that's the starting quarterback. And here we are, August and he may not be even starting quarterback, but that's not because they went out and got somebody better because they didn't. And he has not responded well in any phase from what I understand in the the camp. And so Geno Smith is still, he's your starter and I you could hit me in the back of the head with a baseball bat, and I would enjoy that more than hearing about Geno Smith as the starter for the Seattle
2: Seahawks. It, uh, it's that sounds brutal. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're in a holding pattern
4: up there in the Pacific Northwest in terms of that. I mean, we've got the, but the draft, draft pattern coming up next upside year.
2: down,
3: Chase. So that does not help.
4: What <laughs> true? But you've got you've got a good quarterback draft coming up next year, supposedly that's the big hype is that it's a yes. big quarterback draft next year. So, without a ton of prospects especially in the division that the Seahawks are in, they've got three tough teams in front of them that are legitimate mm-hmm. playoff teams and contenders including the defending Super Bowl champ. But uh with no realistic prospects this year to compete fully, uh you know, you might just have to deal with a Philadelphia 76ers, you know, process type season because they 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 may have a shot at a better quarterback next year if it doesn't look like locks the future. Smith is that he's the quintessential veteran bridge quarterback. You know what I mean? Uh, he's not going to make terrible decisions for him. He's not going to knock the lights out in terms of, of anything, but, you know, he, he can start. Maybe they can allow Locke to progress a little bit or learn behind him a little bit. Uh, and if nothing else pans out, then you've got a good quarterback draft next year that you should have a pretty decent pick in um, well, top that's 10 or so.
2: See, that scares uh, me though, because we, they, they, they might wind up having a number one pick overall, but they would have to pick a NFL ready quarterback because they don't even have a veteran right now. That's worth, a, a rookie coming in and sitting behind and learning for a year or half a season. Like they, they need someone to start day one at this point. With the yeah, they no, They, they don't have right one now. to
4: learn behind. They don't yeah. have one to learn behind, but they've got one there that, I mean, we can make all the jets jokes we want about Gino Smith, but he's played in the league a long time. And as sure. a, as a veteran to be able to mentor somebody in the room, but no, you, you want to pick somebody who can play in front of Gino Smith in that sure. role. Um, well, and, and, and this
2: and it just plays into as well that you know moving forward from a dynasty standpoint, I'm I'm not touching anybody in that receiving core because look everyone everyone's big push for why DK Metcalf could be all right was because Drew Lock has an arm and can get it down the field and Metcalf can just go get it with his size his height, um, but if Drew Lock's not the quarterback, Geno Smith can't do that. That's not the type of quarterback he is. Like DK Metcalf, it, I really need to see who the next guy is before I'm buying into Metcalf or Lockett uh, in a dynasty format right now.
3: I'm not a- I think that, that Lockett can pretty much play with just about any quarterback because that's the kind of receiver Fair he enough. is. And so as far as Lockett is concerned, I could I could pretty much keep him right where he is. But, yeah, you're right about Metcalf. If he doesn't have a quarterback to mesh with him, then in his dynasty, you know, Prospects fall completely off the table for don yeah i'm
4: not, i'm not i've never been a big Tyler Lockett fan in terms of of you know redraft format or having to have him as one of my top two options on a team yeah. he's one of those guys that again in real life I would love to have a Tyler Lockett on my team because he's a yeah. very good receiver, but he's so streaky and hit or miss fantasy wise he'll go from thirty four points one week to Three catches for twenty two yards the next week and completely disappear he's great in a best ball format because you yes. don't have to try and decipher when his three great games a year are going to be so i yeah i'm not downgrading uh lockett at all necessarily because of their their quarterback situation i'm fading d k Metcalf a bit but i'm mm-hmm. still he's still young enough he's still so dang good that in a dynasty format i'm yeah. fine i'm fine hanging on to him and then from you know from the standpoint of any of their other receivers, you know, the like D. Eskridge and... and
3: yeah, we yeah. don't need to talk about it. No, there's yeah, the, nobody well, else. There's, Zero. there's Zero. no... Yeah, there's none.
4: Bo Melton. Well, well, the there's there's is, not anybody Eskridge, else
2: there. None of those guys, no. Well, and the thing about Metcalf is, look, like... So, look, if you have him on your dynasty team and you're not in a position where you're really going to compete this year, then, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll keep him then. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy him right now unless I can get him for... A and receiver's
4: a long-term... is a long-term yes, position. Because...
2: What worries me most about Metcalf this year is him getting frustrated with the condition of the offense and just kind of checking out because I, I yeah. feel like he's yeah. got that type of attitude to where he, he he's going to voice his frustrations. He's going to create kind of this, this tension there in the locker room or with the whoever the quarterback is game to game. I, I think he's going to have a frustrating year. So, yeah, redraw standpoint, I'm not really – Interested in him at all this we year. We
3: better not speak out too much after he just signed a a, a you know,
2: gigantic
4: ass contract. Yep, yeah, sure yeah, he sure did. I actually heard some good news on that front and, and kisses all around. <laughs> I actually heard some, some like good news years. on that front yesterday, though. I heard that D, that Metcalf is maybe starting to uh, stand up as a leader on that team oh, happy, right okay. in a leadership role, which would be awesome. And it yeah, would be great. As long as it doesn't go the he's direction still a he's a young talking guy. about.
3: He's still He's, young. Yeah, and, he is still um, young. He can turn and, it around. And doesn't have him. Russell Wilson back there anymore. To somebody's got to be the leader there. And, and they,
4: they unfortunately in Seattle, they have dealt with offensive line issues for a while. Um, they did put some resources into it this year. and I think they that's did smart,
3: which is kind of interesting. They wait till Russell Wilson hits right. the break, and then
4: <laughs> they bring Wilson in also offensive line help. I love Russ, but he also will hold the ball for about eight and a half minutes, waiting for a play to <laughs> to happen, because so, so yeah. he can make the play. So not all of those sacks might have been on those guys' fault. But you know, I think that they they invested something in the in their offensive line this year, which should help going forward. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about what the you know what the Jets have done you know say over in New York is that they've built their offensive lineup around this young quarterback and gotten him some weapons. So they're trying to do the rebuild, in my opinion, the right way by making sure that whoever is that quarterback, whether it's one of these two guys or somebody that they draft next year, they're, they're trying to build that offensive line in Seattle to protect that. Plus yeah. they, they need to be a run-based offense. They, they, that's been their identity. They've got a stable of 376 running backs that all have seen <laughs> playing time. Partially because they've all been hurt at one time or another, but only two which
3: which we need to discuss here. Yeah, yeah, so let's
2: let's get to the running because that is where the value is both in redraft this year and in dynasty format for this team. It's you know the 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 balance between Rashard Penny, Kenneth Walker. And then yeah, look, you still got DJ Dallas, who's a bit more of a, a specialty back, um, but he's very capable in the sense of uh, if there's an injury, he can slide in. He's proven he can slide in and, and be useful. Uh, and then Travis Homer, Darwin Thompson. After that, that's they're only going to really come into play if there is some sort of injury or whatnot. But Penny, where do you guys stand with Penny and Walker? Uh, Walker, because I'm not super high on Penny. I would prefer to take Walker a round or two later. I just think Penny. I'm just not interested in Penny with the other backs. I can get around the same time for him.
3: You know, the only issue with that, Andrew, is because the both of them. If you look at the rankings are ranked right next to each other. Yeah. So you cannot wait a round or two for uh, Walker, Walker to come back around. So you're going to have to he's make a rise, decision. Yeah. Either you want one of them or you want neither of them. True. It's and a fair so,
2: point.
3: And In Dynasty, I think that, that Walker has much more value because he's just yeah. a rookie. And uh, if, in redraft, I'll, I'm going to take Penny. Because, you know, the last five weeks of the season, he was the best fantasy running back in football.
2: He was, and I in, think that – all you, football. And I agree with you that Walker is obviously the the dynasty pick for sure because I think this is – I think the way Penny is is that this year they're hoping to get those last five weeks at the beginning of the season this year and then slowly turn the the reins over to Walker, and he'll be the back next year as long as he stays healthy and he turns out well. So, yeah, Walker dynasty for sure. I – then, uh, then I guess it, it, for redraft for me, I guess I'm not taking either one of them, and I haven't. Right. Well, and I have to agree market, with
3: you. I, I haven't had either one of them. No I market. I would love for Penny to be able to have even three fourths of the season yep. that he had in those last five games. But the only the, reason the why problem he had with great is, is five, five only, games is he missed the ten before that. I was that. Just going to
4: say yeah. he may only have three fourths of the season at best, anyway. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but with the Walker injury or the Walker procedure that he underwent, I haven't seen any updates on on what his time frame looks like, and when he's going to be back. I was a little higher on Penny than maybe the industry average. I was a little lower on Walker based on the industry average, just because I think that they know what Penny can do, and they've seen what he can do. And if and when he's healthy, he's a good back. Um, and that's a running offense. And that's what they're – they're. I think, because of the quarterback situation, they may have to rely a little bit more on that running offense. With Walker's injury, yeah. That's that kind of makes me – Back up a little bit. It may boost Penny at least in the uh, short term. It may boost Penny for me that way. Uh, I think that you know, and Penny's not old either. I mean, if you've got no, either, no, you got only, either like, one,
2: third year,
3: right? fourth year, something like if that. If you've got
4: either of these guys on your dynasty roster, I'm I'm holding that that pattern because we know that they're on a team mm-hmm. that likes to run the ball and has been built for it. Um, I'm probably boosting Penny a little bit in the moment. Because mostly because of the Walker injury, but also like I said, because I think he knows the system, and has been there and has shown that he can be a good back when he's healthy.
3: Because you know it's interesting because Ken Walker, you talk about industry, is ranked thirty fifth, and then Richard Penny is one right behind him at thirty six.
4: Yeah, and see, so, in my in my initial rankings, I had Penny in me. my, I had Penny yeah. in, at twenty seven. I had him rank, I had him ranked above that, and I had I had Walker down around forty. Um, okay. I was, I was, I had them spread out it, it, in the opposite it, it, direction a little way.
3: If that's the way it works out and, and, and Walker is actually at 40, then that becomes much more of a value. to Oh
4: you know? yeah. If you can get him that, and, and you might be able to now in a redraft format, you might be able to right now because mm-hmm. of the injury, people might be reluctant to take him. Um, I don't know how many people are still got, have still got, uh, rookie drafts coming up, but well,
3: it seems uh, like everybody and their brothers done them already. But I, there might be so <laughs> but if, down you,
4: if you have a, a startup dynasty draft coming up or or a rookie draft come up, either way, mm-hmm. don't be too afraid of this Kenneth Walker injury. He was still the second, probably the second yep. best, uh, you know, prospect in the draft in terms of running backs that you were going to get this year. Now, Damian Pierce looks great in Houston, but that's a committee, but yeah, we've already talked about it, right. That. You've got Haskins who looks like he might be able to, mm-hmm. you know, spell or take over for Henry at some point. But big Haskins but I'm point. not fading Kenneth Walker from a dynasty draft standpoint no. because of this injury here or because of the the existence of Penn.
2: Yep. No, it doesn't change it for me either. Um, and before we get into another interesting running back situation here in the NFC West with the San Francisco 49ers, well, I should say it's getting even more interesting with uh, some more recent developments as the preseason has gone along. First, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to jump to one of our uh, longest and most loyal uh, ads, uh, Manscaped, or I should say partners on ads, their ad for Manscaped. Uh, we'll <laughs> be right back after this break.
5: Fellas, the fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CeeDee Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with sponsors of today's show, Manscape. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find their Lawn 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold all your goodies. Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy balls. So, slot it at the quarterback and get twenty percent off and free shipping when you use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off and free shipping when you use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in a PPR league. These
2: get me every time. You get me this, and you know the he snake brings that the snake in an original,
3: unique way. And and you should get like some. There should be an award. There was really? just multiple Very there, the,
2: the snake and the snake draft, the PP and It's just fantastic, Dan. Got to love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, we need to look into that. Some kind of reward, he should get it. <laughs> yes, yes, he should. Uh, so let's get into the San Francisco 49ers here because it's another interesting uh, running back situation because – so I personally have been a little bit lower on Elijah Mitchell uh, come into the season just because we know the 49ers like to surprise everyone with who they run the ball with. Uh but with the recent news so far of Sermon just not really showing up so far this preseason, he's not um he's just not answering the call when he's given the chance. I- I'm I'm raising Mitchell up in my rankings a bit because I still think Jeff Wilson is more of a their kind of specialty. Um he can spell like change of pace. Uh he can come in for an injury. Like I think that's more of his uh his role. Trey Sermon was supposed to be the guy that would step in, you know, in the past, and then he got hurt and whatnot. So sermon was supposed to be the next guy there to to kind of be hand one a one b with mitchell and it's just not looking that way i personally think mitchell now is should be rising up charts where are you guys on elijah mitchell going forward here because look in dynasty format we're still talking the san francisco 49ers backfield here we don't know what next year is going to look like so are we putting a lot of stock in any of these guys going forward for multiple years
4: we don't know what the next drive is going to look like (laughs) unfortunately like that's how they've run things always and they don't show any signs of stopping with that. They've got yep. again 476 quarterbacks in that or running backs in that backfield that all look like they can play the game. Jeff Wilson can play the game, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think he seems to be much more of a a specialty bring him in, bring him out kind of thing. I don't think exactly. that Jeff Wilson looks like an every down type of back. If anything, he looks like a third down back or or a change of you know a change up. Yes. Um Trey Sermon, I think, I like Elijah Mitchell. I love him. I had a ton of shares of him last year. I yep. was lucky enough to be able to grab him. He was on my team that won uh, that won my keeper league nice. um, and, and bailed me out, basically, for that. But, uh, you know, I think the one – Trey Sermon has to be looking over his shoulder because yes. they drafted Tyrion Davis Price for a reason. Um, he's, been been pretty, he's been they, popular in, these, he in has, these rookie drafts. He's been popular in the rookie drafts because he's he's looked good. He's been and, popular and in
2: best ball drafts too. He I've looks seen him go like a lot.
4: he looks like he can do anything that 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 Sermon can do. And if he's going to stay healthier, be better at it, or have a better yep. attitude, it seems like then then why wouldn't he be the guy that comes in for Mitchell yep. every so often uh, on first and second down? Sure. I still like Mitchell. I don't have him ranked as highly because, like you said, they've got everybody in the backfield that can run. Plus mm-hmm. the other thing that worries me about any running back in this system right now is their quarterback and not yeah. from the standpoint of him not throwing, but from the standpoint of Trey Lance is going to run every chance he gets. It seems like he and, did last year in his little bit of playing time. He had last year, he took almost a quarter of the runs. Yep. Uh, and that's going to, a, a that's going to the rushing attempts that will eat into anybody. Even if, even if Mitchell was a bell mm-hmm. cow back and they treat him like that, you take a quarter of the re- of the reps and give them to your to your running back, yeah. And now you know a certain percentage is still going to go to the backup running backs, mm-hmm. the second, the third, whatever, and a cup, and they're going to give some to Debo. They're going to give some occasionally to even Kittle and Ayuk sometimes. Uh, I was going to say, don't ball.
2: and don't forget about Kyle Uchak. They they use him. Right?
4: They use so him. I, I, I'm not big on any one yeah. San Francisco running back, but at the same time, you can do worse than to have yourself a share of a running team like this in the running positions. Yeah. I don't have him, I don't have Mitchell as a, as a top 24 type no, right now. I unfortunately, no, I don't want him. I got him, at,
3: I got him at 28.
4: Yeah. yeah. That you got him higher than right. I do even. Yeah I, yeah. I I think I had him at 36 in my initial rankings because I'm worried but that, that might Lance be, is going uh, to run all the time.
3: That might be a little generous on my part because as you're saying, this is a, a a a team that would that's great for their team. It's terrible for fantasy.
4: Oh no, it's wonderful was, it's for the team. They've got a great you know, problem and, to and have and with Thurman, a bunch of guys I was yeah.
3: never never big on him at at all. So this news is kind of you know clears up things a little bit. And uh, if you get a, a chance, of, if if uh, um, Mitchell is at, as you're saying goes into the 30s, something yeah. like that. Then, yeah, then there's some value there.
4: And he, but, again, uh, he and Davis Price are both young enough that in this mm-hmm. kind of form, well, Sermon is too, if he shows anything, but in a dynasty format, no, they're they're very much worth hanging on to and keeping. I I think honestly, as unfortunate, and you can always play the, the second guessing game, but I think if Mostert didn't get hurt last year, I think that this entire situation looks a lot different. I don't oh, I don't necessarily know that we have heard Elijah Mitchell's name yet if mm-hmm. Mostert doesn't get hurt. Um, Sermon may not necessarily be in as bad a situation as he is. Yep. Uh, Duteri- Sermon probably would not have, have been the next guy up this year. Yeah, dra- T- Davis Price may not have been drafted, but... You know ifs and buts, candy and nuts kind of thing. <laughs> right.
2: Uh, well, and what worries me about all these running backs the most, when you brought up Trey Lance, is I I agree 100. percent Trey Lance is going to run the ball. I also think he's going to run the ball in the red zone. I think he's going to he's going to be the main yes. touchdown quote unquote touchdown vulture to an Elijah Mitchell in this situation because I think he's going to. Uh, he's going to get some. I think they're going to get creative in the red zone and probably give it to Ayuko Debo a cup every now and then. They're going to probably get a rushing touchdown or two each. So all of these are just going to be – when we're talking about a running back and Elijah Mitchell, who's probably good for like – if he was the bell cow in this situation it was probably good for like maybe nine touchdowns on the season you're talking about trey lance taking say two yeah, uh, trey lance is going to cam
4: all the touchdowns if, in the race. yeah, you're, yeah. You're,
2: ta- you're talking about elijah Mistral now probably getting maybe around like four or five touchdowns this year and that's a massive difference when you're talking fantasy points
3: which you is know? what he had a year ago he had five touchdowns exactly and so well, if he could match so he had 963 yards and five touchdowns if he can match that then, then, then oh, he's, he'd be great, you know, as a, he's especially
4: did, if he, if you can get him as your third, or if you have yeah. him as your third. Yeah, that's right. Why really you need him as third. your
3: third running back. Don't be thinking you're going to get him as 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 a starter. Exactly. Yeah. That that's don't, not, You don't that's,
4: want to rely on him as a starter. Now, no, if no. October rolls around and he's grabbed that thing by the throat and they're they're playing well and Trey Lance is actually throwing, no. yeah, I mean, great. But yeah, if you can I, have yeah, him I don't, as your I don't third starter.
3: Just no, look look, it's you know, look all the way across to the East Coast and Baltimore and I think yeah. that you can pretty much and they're running backs you don't you don't want any of Baltimore running backs zero right.
2: yeah well, and so, I'm saying you know
3: and and, and the, the the 49ers are a better running team mm-hmm. they got better players than Baltimore does but it, it's the same kind of situation where yeah. you've got to really look at that and say I don't know is it, What's the value here? And uh, if he's your third, talking about a Mitchell, I'm I'm okay with that.
4: So what's your take on Lance then, on Trey Lance as a quarterback? Mm -hmm.
3: Trey Lance, how how do you have a take on him? Because we really haven't seen it. And so um, Trey Lance, they've got him down as the number 14 quarterback in the entire NFL. I think that's high Mm -hmm. for a guy that you have not seen what he's going to do. And so I'm not taking him. He's not my starter. In fantasy, in dynasty or anywhere else.
4: No, ADP, and- yeah, ADP, he's going around, like you said, 13, 14. Yep. Um, I do not have him ranked quite that high. I have him at 18 right now. Yeah, I would sounds- like to see how he, how he passes. I know he's going to run. He's The cool exactly. thing about him is that he looks like he's going to be that prototypical rushing quarterback that always has that safe floor because mm-hmm. he runs. But how does he distribute and throw the ball? He still is playing quarterback in the NFL. He still has to toss that ball occasionally and he's got some good receivers to do it with between Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle. And and he does. He's he's got some uh, pass catching running backs and they just,
3: his his rank and dynasty is way higher than redraft. And it should be, it should be.
2: Makes sense.
4: This is his first year. This will be his first year as a full starter. There Mm -hmm. will be some growing pains. Now he may light it up and be great. That's awesome. But I, I would expect more of a year two, year three starter jump like, I would Mm -hmm. expect more of like a Lamar Jackson type trajectory from him. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be counting on any of that this year, but you know, if you can grab, if you have him or you can grab him in dynasty. Yeah. He, he looks, he looks like he could, could score you some points going forward. The rushing floor is always nice to have at quarterback and he will definitely give people that.
2: So with Trey, if we're, so if we're, we're comfortable with the rushing floor of Trey Lance, but we're unsure about the passing, uh, floor and abilities. Where do we stand then on your on Debo and on on Ayuk and Kittle? Because look, if we're if if the consensus is that they're going to use Debo less like they did last year because he doesn't want to be used that way. So if that's the plan that they're going to maybe use him like that every now and then, but he's going to return to more of a natural receiver, then for me, Debo drops. He drops, the table? Table. Yeah, he, he drops off my rankings. Yeah, he drops off the, off the table because I think we With saw the, uh, we, we saw what Fubo, table was as a that, that, yeah. When he 17th
3: him. ranking goes right off the table, part. Yeah, if, if, we, if they're not going to play him at the you know and give him the, the runs and the end rounds and all yeah. that sort of thing, then 17 is way too high for him. See, yeah. I
4: think they will though. I th- I think they're still if going they to if they do that, awesome. Carries. Then I still think there
3: yeah. at the top. Maybe second round, maybe come right around that corner. His usage rate is still
4: gonna be gigantic because he is probably their best all-around offensive weapon. Period. Oh, he, he wanted- oh, there's no
3: question. Kittle is
4: Kittle is still a top 10 tight end situation. I don't yep. I don't have him as a top five, but I have him as a top ten because when you're if like Trey Lance might do when he's scrambling around. You don't want to look downfield necessarily so much as you want to look for the first yeah. guy you can get it to and who's going to be running more of those kinds of underneath routes. Is it going to be is it going to be their, you know, streakers on the outside or is it going to be somebody like Kittle? Uh, you know, See, Kittle can run Kittle, the seam, but Kittle can you can be used underneath because of the position he plays. Yeah. I and he's good enough to overcome that. He's never been a giant touchdown scorer. Kittle hasn't been.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: so nope.
4: if he doesn't catch a ton of touchdowns this year, I'm fine with that as long as he still gets some balls. And I think he still will. Um, But as far as Samuel goes, I don't think they're going to back off of him as much as everybody thinks they are. It wasn't like he was there. I mean, Mitchell was still there last year. Mitchell got a lot of run last year, even with Debo getting some run. Now, some of those opportunities are probably going to go to Lance, but I don't think that they're going to not hand Debo the ball just because of all this off season drama. Uh, he's going. They're going to use him and use him however he can get them. You know, the however he can benefit them the most. And if he doesn't like it, well, then okay, don't play.
3: Well, they're giving him the money, so I don't care the, if he likes it or don't. Exactly.
4: Yeah. I think Both they sure. are still going to use him at a monster rate, and so I actually have him pretty high. I still have him as a top ten, top five capable running back.
2: Now, do you think that usage over dynasty standpoint over the next couple of years? You do You think that that usage rate is sustainable for him? Do you think he can handle that over multiple years going forward to where he's – if you're going to bank on him being your number one guy for the next two, three years, like can you – do you feel comfortable –
4: putting him in that role on your, your dynasty team here, here, here's my take on, on Debo Samuel dynasty wise, even if he only morphs into one role or the other, if Mm -hmm. he, if he decides that, okay, I'm fine being a tailback halfback all the time, or I'm fine being a a receiver all the time. I think that he is talented enough to do, to do either one and still be worth having on your roster. So I, I love him from a standpoint of, of having him on your Mm -hmm. roster period. I would like him in real life. I like him on my (laughs) dynasty and my fantasy roster because he's a guy that can do anything and everything. And he will still have value going forward. Even if he's only ever splitting out wide, if he's only splitting out wide, he's the best receiver on their team. If he's in their backfield, he might be the best running back on that team, even (laughs) over even over the other guys. So wherever you put him, he's going to be a weapon. I still like him that way. Even if this usage rate and this, this, Hybrid role that they've created doesn't sustain.
2: I don't disagree. Hundred percent. I know I don't disagree in his athletic ability. I think yeah. he one hundred percent is their best athlete on the offense in general, maybe the whole team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't disagree. Absolutely, absolutely. So so if so, because uh, we'll, we I think we saw finally Brandon Ayuk ha- start to have some success as a receiver because Debo was kind of all over the field last year. He was almost like a 1B role as a receiver because Debo, you couldn't really consider just a receiver. Do we see IU continuing to have that success then, or is his his success tied to the way they use
4: Debo? I... I think he's, he's he's still talented enough to be a receiver in his own right as well. Yep. And you know we haven't brought up the fact that they drafted Danny Gray and Danny Gray has looked pretty mm-hmm. good so far in this preseason. If they can get if Danny Gray can be a legitimate receiver, especially I mean from a dynasty standpoint, I love him. I've got a couple shares of him. But if you can have two legitimate receivers outside of Debo, yep, you've and and then have Kittle inside of them. The sky's the limit for this offense if Trey Lance 100%. proves he can throw the ball at all. Um, I, I still like Ayuk too. I'm not probably as high on him as the rest of the industry is because of the Debo situation, because of the Trey Lance situation. But, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't think there's any reason he shouldn't continue to shine.
3: Yeah, I don't see why not either. And uh, the industry has him as uh, a number 52 wide receiver. If you can get him in that range, I think there's yeah. value right there. And so, as you start to get later on in the draft and you're looking for players that are going to be on the field, Brandon Ayuk is going to be on the field. And Mm -hmm. so, and then you got Debo Samuel on the other side, I would assume. And they're going to have to roll some defenders his way. So, I like Brandon Ayuk in that offense. And so, you know, which pains me to say greatly (laughs) because, you know what I'm (laughs) saying, Justin, you know, I don't want to have to listen to Justin you know, this year. You know, first of all. So second of all, because if you're a Seahawk guy, then you cannot be a 49er guy. Just can't no. do it. No. But uh but as far as dynasty and, and fantasy and all that, I like Brandon Ayuk's value. If you can get him as a number 52 wide receiver.
4: They're an exciting team right now. San Francisco's an exciting team from a dynasty yep. standpoint because most of their weapons are are young and will be mm-hmm. around for a while. They have a great stable of young running backs. They have a great stable of young receivers. Mm-hmm. They have a young quarterback with a rushing floor. They could be really fun to watch in the next few years. So in, in a dynasty format, this is one of those teams that I am looking at hard, even if it's a stash and, and weight kind of thing. This yep. is yeah. a team that this is a team that in Dynasty I'm liking shares of.
3: Yeah, especially if uh, Trey Lance turns into Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know, then this offense is humming. No question about that. Completely
2: agree. Completely agree. So before we jump into our final two teams uh, with the Rams and the Cardinals, because look, they both have some great storylines going on over there as well. We do want to hit one more ad break from from a newer sponsor with us, the True Classic Tees. So we will be right back after this quick break from True Classic.
5: Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at TrueClassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs. But most of us are packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees, they are your one stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learned how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at TrueClassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you.
4: You know what, guys? I I really I love these true classic T-shirts, and I'm not I'm not out here shilling for the for the sponsor. (laughs) That's right. What I'm saying is, I mean, I played football right there.
3: Live advertisement. I'm wearing
4: one right here. Listen, I played I played college football. I I I ran track in college. I'm the athlete, and I'm the quintessential dad bod. Used to be athletic, and now shaped like I'm shaped right. But (laughs) uh, yeah, and these haven't helped anything. But uh, you know, I love the fact that Cheers. they are the tighter around up here. They, they give yep. you that look. None of us is built like – there are very few people. No, I was a swimmer like, in high school. Guess right? what?
3: I'm not joining any right? swim teams.
4: None of us are built like <laughs> we were. None of us are built like <laughs> the mannequins and the models that you see at the mall. But, uh, but the True Classic T-shirt, the way that they fit uh, across the chest and tighter on the arms, I hate when you put on a big T-shirt and the arms flare out because the sleeves are about that big around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have been thrilled with the with the true classic uh, shirts that I've had. I have a polo shirt as well, just like you know Kevin's talking about there. And, right here, uh, you know you you cannot go wrong, fellas. No. I, you know and, and, you can't necessarily and, and, and hide and it. But the true biggest classic thing does that I
3: can say it. is because I put this shirt on right, and I came out and I said to to my wife, "What do you think?" And she said, "I love it." Oh. What more do you need to know? That's Perfect. all. That's all there you it need. To That's it. out, straight <laughs> out, go. Go over there as soon as we're done and get yourself some shirts and use yes. the promo
2: code
4: for the
3: use long the time. promo code. Don't yeah, don't don't forget yeah, yeah. That. Save
2: yourself some money. Why why make it harder on yourself? Uh, but let's get into the Rams here. Uh, the Rams have become interesting because the unknown around uh, the Stafford injury it seems like it's he's going to be able to play through it. Uh, but it, look, he's a t- Stafford's one of the toughest guys in the NFL. We, we've I seen it, it. We've seen it in Detroit. He will play through injuries, uh, and he can still, for the most part, pre- be pretty effective. There's a lot of, not a ton of information that's being put out by the Rams about the state and status of his injury and and how it might affect him going forward. So the question is, how much of a hit does this give Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Higby, the, the other weapons in their offense? If if we can't bank on Stafford you know being fully healthy are we are we knocking other guys down the list because i don't i'm not going to knock them down a ton because i think stafford's a good quarterback but i think cup was still the reason cup was great last year i you know i think the the, the guys are just athletes and on this team they're just they're high-powered athletes i think they're still going to find success they're going to and sean McVay's a smart coach even if stafford is hindered i think he's going to find a way to to play towards the strengths that stafford can can do while being hindered so I don't lose a lot of faith in this offense. I'm, I th- I think I did move Justin Jefferson ahead of Cooper Cup, but they were pretty close in the first place. Where do you guys stand on guys like Cup, Allen Robinson, in the sense of how Stafford's injury affects them?
3: Well, as far as, as – this is another example of why we're not doing drafts or you shouldn't do them, right? So we keep on nailing that, but people just don't seem to be getting that message, but – uh <laughs> Stafford as you mentioned he's a he he's a guy that's been been there every year and and but he is getting a little bit older and if this injury what we do we even know if we should call it an injury we you know that's
2: what I don't even
3: that you're talking about <laughs> right there and so i think he's going to be fine and if mm-hmm. he's going to be fine then Cooper Cup is going to be fine yep. and he, he he's not good. He had the greatest wide receiver season ever, mm-hmm. and so there's nowhere to go but down from that. Sure, but 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 the season. Let me see here. Uh, Cause I wrote this down, and uh, he uh da, 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 he's had 1,000 yard season, and so if if he uh, does that 1,161 and 10, if he falls, I don't think he's gonna fall that far. No. but even if he does, he's still a, a top wide receiver. And uh, I really, really like Allen Robinson. There are a lot of guys that don't like him, which fascinates me greatly because before last season, he was a top 10 wide receiver, maybe top five, playing for a Bears team that had no quarterback whatsoever. And uh, so he's so- going to step up, he's going to get himself a thousand yards because they're going to have to roll, like I said, double coverage over to Coop. Allen Robinson's going to be running around out there. And he is going to turn back, I think. And Allen Robinson is number 30 on the on the wide receiver ranks. I think I would take him and, and dance a jig if I got him at number 30 wide receiver.
2: So here's what worries me, because I am a big Allen Robinson fan as well, but here's what worries me about that, because the reason I think Allen Robinson had as big of a season as he did in Chicago was it was very volume-based. There was a reason he was known as the target monster. You know, he, he was really the only option they were throwing to out there at the time. So for me, if you're a big believer that Allen Robinson can return to that form this year, then I don't see how you don't knock Cup down a little bit more than, than slightly, basically, because I don't see how they can both be massive target monsters when you got Cam Akers, Daryl, like they have a good backfield too. They they have an explosive backfield that they can use, a good offensive line. You know, are we really can both Cup and Robinson both be thousand plus guys and the backfield still be useful in fantasy. They've
3: done that before when they had if they had um, the ten- Tennessee guy, right? Robert Woods. Woods. Yep. Woods. When yeah. They had Woods yep. and they had Cup. Both of those receivers were a thousand yard receiver. So do we no, still it,
2: believe Allen Robinson can do that? That's what I'm. Oh that's no,
4: I'm I, I completely do it. Listen, okay. he would. He,
2: uh, yeah, I Alan think.
4: Allen Robinson exactly has been that guy. Allen Robinson yep. has been that guy, whether it was Chicago or whether it was Jacksonville. In fact, he was a fantasy yes, savior in Jacksonville a couple of yes, times. You was, could yep. you could pick him off the waiver wire halfway through the year because nobody knew who he was, <laughs> and all of a sudden you've got a guy that's getting 150 targets and yeah. and lighting up the scoreboard. Right. Robinson can still play football. It is not his fault what happened right. under I Adam agree. Gase in, in, <laughs> in Chicago. And the
3: two years before this last year, he had 151 targets. And the year before that, he had 154 targets. It, yes. and,
4: and he had 150 targets two, three times in Jacksonville as well. And we have seen in this offense that the number two, quote unquote, number two receiver mm-hmm. has great Value Robert Woods while he was there was still a starting wide receiver, right? On before field. he got hurt, he was a the top then, 24 type.
2: But,
3: but you can get him a lot later. If, if you'll remember well, you
4: going did. into last
3: year, we didn't know who was the top wide receiver on the Rams. No, we thought yes. it might have been Woods. Cooper or yeah. was it Woods?
4: Yep, right. Okay. But then they didn't miss a beat moving nope. from Woods to Beckham. They yep. didn't, they didn't miss a beat, and even Van Jefferson had some value. Now Van Jefferson's Van a little Jefferson bit right now.
3: He's sixty five.
4: He's good for the future. I like him in, yeah. as going forward. But the number two receiver in this offense has a ton of value. I think Cup is still a number one receiver. I still have him ranked number one overall. I think yes. he's still going to get the targets. Now it might be the wolf thrown to him rather than Stafford if Stafford's situation with his arm uh, turns up bad. But if you're a backup quarterback playing in that offense, who the hell are you going to look for first? You're going yeah. to look for Cooper Cup. But Allen Robinson is a great, safe receiver. He, he, you yes. know, he's going to catch the ball. You yeah, know like he's, going he's going to be where you need him. No, 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 no. He's got, no, no. Good,
2: he's got good hands. That's, there's a reason why he was able to score the many the points he did with 154 targets. I, I, the I am, of
4: them. I'm probably a little lower on Robinson in terms of my rankings, but only because I'm still so high on cup. Uh, sure. I, I mean, I'm fading Stafford a little bit, but I faded Stafford a little bit in my rankings, even before, even before we knew about the injury. I, I just, I don't think. Yeah. That number
3: 11 the, is where I got that. with the interceptions
4: that mm-hmm. he sometimes throws because he's always trying to make a play because he is tough. Uh, and these, this injury concern a little bit, I'm fading him probably a little more than some people, but I don't think that you need to fade either of the two top uh, receivers in, in Los Angeles. They're going to be good.
2: Nope, oh, I, I I agree. Uh, are we on the same board that uh, then that Cam Akers is the the cut and dry starter here well, with, no, with Henderson
3: loading no. <laughs> no, the backfield? No, we go. are not. No, okay. no, 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 no. no.
4: Are you on that board? Okay, <laughs> no, yeah. okay, no, no. Look, so we are all I, on board because he could turn
3: out to be that.
4: And I hope I, I hope for his sake and everybody else's sake he does. I, I wish nothing but the best you. But he's
3: got Henderson on here, right there as well. Darrell
4: Henderson is only twenty four years old.
3: That's right. So yeah. Akers better be the guy or he'll be, on you know, one of those guys that uh, was walking around days trying to figure out what happened to him and needing to thumb a ride home because Henderson will just take over.
4: I think McVeigh, I, I think they would love to have a guy in the backfield right now, honestly, they've got two guys. That's a great problem to have. I'm a little worried that this turns into a, yeah, Damian Harris, Ramondi Stevenson, Patriots type backfield, or, you know, the dreaded committee, or I'm worried that neither one of them is healthy uh, at the same time ever. And so you get some great production out of one guy for two, three weeks, and then you get nothing the rest of the year because the other guy took over because he came back healthy and your guy got hurt. Um, But I, I like Daryl Henderson's skill set. I think he's a top-to-bottom solid back, and I think that that people are are unreasonably just giving this job to Akers. Akers did not look all that great coming back. And the, they,
3: they won the Super Bowl not because of Cam Akers.
4: No, they won the Super Bowl oh, yeah. with Henderson in the backfield, and with, mm-hmm. yes, with Akers after coming back. But it wasn't like he, he didn't look like – the second coming, to Jim no, Brown. No, he,
3: he he didn't even average three yards a carry.
4: No, not at all. And Daryl Henderson is a good running back, and he's still young. There's no reason why you know they shouldn't continue to use both of them. I I think this, just like everybody is quick to crown Javante Williams, even though Melvin Gordon is still there. And which I'm I not, think I'm not
3: doing would, that either. Okay. For
4: some reason, everybody just wants to jump on Cam Akers, and in a dynasty format, because we've got the time to allow that to happen, mm-hmm. great. But in a, also in a dynasty format, like we said, Daryl Henderson's only 24 years old. He's got a lot of mileage in front of him if he can stay healthy yeah. too. Neither one of these guys has proven to be a durable, you know, Cal Ripken every every game guy. Nope. But they're 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 good enough. They're both good enough. I don't see either one of them. Grabbing this thing by the horns and taking off with it. So I've got Henderson ranked a little higher, I think, than most of the rest of the industry because I'm just not swallowing the the Cam Acres Kool Aid.
2: Nope, I can't disagree with that either. No, so we're, we seem to be on the same page there. Uh, so, so real fast, we will pivot to the last team in the division here with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, which uh, you know the addition of Marquise Brown I think was a great add, especially with Hopkins you know facing the suspension for for some time this year. Uh, Zach Ertz, I think is still gonna be. He seems to be undervalued so far as a tight end this year, which surprises me. Uh, maybe that's because of Trey McBride. I think it's that's understandable. But at the same time, I think if you're talking Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, Marquise Brown, you know, for half the year, those are your three main targets right there. I think there's there's a real path here to where Trey McBride and Ertz are on this field at the same time. Um, plus, you get the backfield here with James Conner. Uh, who's getting a lot of love this year, which is disappointing to me because I was hoping to get him at better value in drafts and redrafts. But <laughs> no, no, you're but not he, he's them. starting to rise up the list, and uh, I'm starting to have to pay a little too much for him. But uh, but anyways, with Kyle Murray a quarterback, I do think this offense is poised to 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 be very valuable in a dynasty format because Murray's still young. You know, McBride is I think is poised to take right over for us when he's done. Uh, so I love Troy McBride. I love Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown is still young too. And I think he's going to be explosive. I'm curious to see what he does with a quarterback who can uh, throw the ball better than Lamar Jackson. So I, let's start there. Let's start with Marquise Brown. How are you guys feeling about Marquise Brown, especially uh, with the, the um, situation where Hopkins is going to miss some time this year?
3: Well, even when Hopkins comes back, the two of them can can coexist exactly at wide receiver, and uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Marquise Brown comes checks in at wide receiver number thirty-five. Now that's, that's one of the so lowest. Low. <laughs> that's one of the lowest rankings of any number one wide receiver you'll find. Maybe it's the lowest, yeah. and there is tremendous value mm-hmm. in that if you can score him at number 35, I think some people are going to wake up, and that's going to rise. But even he's, if it in the 20s, that's still – He's one of my favorite value. picks this year because I've been able yeah, to – Because to, yeah. I mean, he had 91 catches, 1,008 yards last year, and 146 targets, and he didn't have Lamar Jackson all season
2: and no, that was in a run and that was with a run first offense too and, and with, with mark andrews,
4: and with mark andrews the best tight end in and mark
3: football. andrews yeah. best tight end on the planet so yes, <laughs> i like him a lot yes a i lot. do too. I if do he too. checked in in the top 20 i would still like him mm-hmm. and so There's tremendous value here to be found in Marquise Brown.
4: Marquise Brown has a ton of talent. I I, I like him that way. I love him as a player. The cool thing about Marquise Brown is that they can put him in the slot. They can put him outside. You can Mm -hmm. move him around a little bit. You don't have to look at him solely as a slot or solely as an X outside. Um, Now, that being said... When Hopkins gets back, Hopkins is that guy on the left. He's going to be just – he's going to be out to Kyler Murray's left, and that's where he's going to be, and, and yep. he's and he's going to get the looks because he's DeAndre flipping Hopkins. Um, I think early in the year, though, I think A.J. Green is – more similar to Hopkins in terms of skill sets and in terms of what you sure. can, he can offer the, the offense stylistic play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now he's, yeah, he's about our age, Kevin, but like,
3: yeah. Yeah. but he's, so, he's, yeah, so. he's still, you might want to assist him as he's coming into the stadium right. to he's make still, sure that uh, he, you know, he arrives at the bench.
4: Well, yeah. And we all saw his senior moment last year against the Packers when he forgot that the game was still right. going on in the end zone. Yep. But Hopefully, I, something I, like
3: that he, does not happen to me anytime. Soon. Right,
4: he still has that kind of size. I think early in the year, during the D Hop suspension, Green is going to have some value. Uh, I think Marquise Brown will hold his value all through the year. Yes, I'm not as sold on Rondale Moore as some people think that Thank they you. are. I, yeah, I, there's I too many. There's too many wide
2: receivers
3: there. I,
4: I think when Especially Hopkins gets when back. Him. When Hopkins gets back, I think Especially it's better. When Hopkins gets back, when Hopkins gets back, it's probably better for more, because now Brown can. Now you, now you'll take Adrian Green off the field. Now you've got Hopkins. You've got likely, you've got yeah. more, and you've got.
3: Okay, I could see know, that.
4: Until then, I think I think that you know is playing in the in the slot only occasionally. I don't know. I I think well, that have got Rondell
3: Moore at number thirty-eight. That's
2: insane to me. Yeah,
4: well, yeah, I'm not no.
3: hey, he's he going way that. too, anywhere anywhere way near too that.
2: high, way too no. high in
4: my judgment. He hasn't shown us anything yet. He flashed a couple of plays last year, but he has not shown us the Marquise Brown ability that right. I know that we all know Marquise has. Um, you know, I I I think I agree with you, Andrew, that Zach Ertz this year has a ton of a ton of value. Yeah. I, he, he's no longer competing with Dallas Goddard, just mm-hmm. like Dallas Goddard is no longer competing with him. Uh, he had a great, you know, run after they finally picked him up last year. And I like Trey had a, McBride. He's now
2: at a full camp with this offense. Right.
4: I love Trey McBride. I've got some shares of him yep. going forward, but it is notoriously difficult for a tight end to come in year one yes. in the NFL and have the same kind of ability that a running back can have. And even in recent years, we've seen wide receivers have. Tight ends take a while to adjust to the NFL game. I love Trey McBride going forward, and it's perfect because mm-hmm. Zach Ertz is not a young man anymore. And no. you'll have that perfect transition no, he, no, where he he's, can just cycle. He's one right season
2: in. away from needing help to the bench, too. So.
4: Yeah, right.
2: But but, I, but so let's I, chase the saying the timing of Trey McBride coming perfect. in here works out perfect for Trey perfect. McBride's future. So you get McBride a dynasty value, I love like that. It. you're you're good going forward.
4: I love Zach Ertz for this season. I love McBride in a dynasty and draft going forward because he is going he, he had 112 like targets. Yep. Yep.
3: You and give he's me a tight end that has 112 targets, I'll take it every day. He's he, going to be what? He's the tight end 17. Now that's yeah, insane. It's, it's, uh, that's criminal. that's crazy to me. I would. He take was the number
4: one tight end prospect before. in this in this class. He was yep. the number one tight end prospect in this class. Number two, some people had split, but Dulcich from from Denver took a lot of that credit. The problem with Dulcich in Denver is that he's got Albert O there, who's only 23 years old as well. You've got two young guys in Denver who are going to be fighting for targets here going forward McBride doesn't have that in his way if you can yeah. grab McBride right now you know that in the next year or two you're going to have the guy at that position and he's right. a player
3: then he'll get 112 targets
4: and his quarterback is young they can grow together so I yeah. I love Trey McBride in in our format here but I agree with you, Andrew, that Zach Ertz is probably undervalued going into this year. Oh, you in can terms get him of, at
2: such great value oh, in a redraft. Oh. I, I am curious. I'm going to look at as, as ADP right now because um, I, I, I know it's low because I've seen him in mock, the mock drafts coming up way. So he's tight end nine right now, 97th overall in redraft ADP consensus right now. That's better than what
3: I've seen because I had him at uh, solid at, at number 17.
2: That's, that's way crazy. These were updated today I think. So yeah, it's probably okay. been fluid. Um yeah, so that but but that's still t- as a tight end nine you can draft him a tight end nine in, He's at, a starting end tight end at the, end at the top. One. That's right.
3: And, and you, a- you can let the other guys you know pick tight ends in the third round or whatever. White. Yeah, and, which and, I am never white. Which I'm,
2: that's why I never have Kelsey or Andrews or Kittle on my team cuz I just don't draft tight ends that high.
3: No. Yeah, you can it. you can argue Andrews maybe, but no, I'm with you 100% on that.
4: Yeah. No, Zachary's is a great value this year. I think, I think people are going to be really happy with him on their team. Yes. But I, I really, like I said, I have several shares in dynasty of of Trey McBride. I think he's going to be good and the timing just could not work out better for that. Agreed. Agreed. Well,
2: look, that's going to do it for us here on this Sunday morning show. But, uh, but look, we, like I said, this is going to be the last week of the dynasty edition next week. We are switching into our in season format. And with that first show, we are going to be, well, I believe, (laughs) I believe we're going to be doing a live draft uh, here for redraft here on the show uh, in the hour that we have with you guys. So I look forward to that. Um, If that changes, we'll let you know. But as far as I know, we are doing a live draft on the show next Sunday morning at 11 o'clock here on YouTube. Definitely want to check
4: that out. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, it's going to be all belly-up experts. It's going to be an inside, you know, an insider draft for our for our little company here. So nice, you can
4: watch uh, me school everybody else. That'd be yeah, good. okay, I've, I've been in monster. Yeah, as long <laughs> as you're not taking
2: quarterbacks <laughs> at the first two picks,
3: then we're good to go.
4: Hey, we addressed that already. We already did. We address already that. addressed that, and yes, I yes. nailed it last week too in the auction. So.
2: But, yeah, so make sure you check out to the new in-season format starting on Sunday. Uh, Along with that, we are going to be continuing the Belly Up Fantasy Live show on Tuesday nights. We're also going to be adding a Wednesday show as well. Uh, So that's all part of the in-season format. So make sure you check out all the Belly Up Fantasy Live shows. You'll be able to see them all out. You'll be able to see the three of us uh, bouncing between all of them as well as some other great people. within that. You'll see uh, Adam, you'll see Chris. Uh, There's going to be a bunch of uh, regulars that you'll see, and a bunch of fun guests that we got lined up for I'm you. sure so, Justin
3: will be in here at some point. I'm sure
2: he will. He'll be just talking about his 49ers, but That's uh, But yeah, so make sure you check out all the Belly of Fantasy Live uh, content we have coming for you every week in this season, starting next week. Uh, and in the meantime, though, Kevin, hit us with what you got going on uh, in the in the current present day right now.
3: All right. Well, today, you know, of course, is Sunday. And so uh, we'll be doing the fantasy uh, baseball show tonight at yes. eight p.m. Eastern.
2: Mike
4: and you'll definitely
3: want to check that out because after Mike this, Trow, there's yeah. two weeks left in the regular season of fantasy baseball. Yep, and definitely. so, and we weren't on last week. We got some stuff to talk about. So you'll yeah. definitely want to check that out. And uh, of course, if you go to the Belly Up Fantasy website, you'll find articles from me there. And so uh, on Twitter, Kevin Six Two W L S C A.
2: And so uh, I'm just out there. Yeah, make definitely make sure you check out Kevin's articles. He's one of the most one of the most read writers on our website. So definitely, you guys haven't had a
4: chance to even talk about Tatis or Trout yet on on a no. So that'll be
2: happening tonight.
4: So yeah, that's a big show tonight. Plus,
3: my Texas Rangers clearing house this week.
2: Right, big show tonight for sure. Uh, Chase, what do you got going on? Because I know you got some stuff you're gearing up for the NFL season here.
4: Yeah, I don't know if I can compete with the must-watch baseball programming that Kevin's, <laughs> you know, going to be throwing out there tonight. But um, I will have updated rankings coming out on BellyUpFantasySports.com mm-hmm. after this second round. Absolutely, of, of check games. that out. for Sure, we've got we've got a handful of games today. The Browns are playing today. A couple other teams, um, but I will have an updated set of rankings after that. Plus, I've got some more team previews coming up. The Vikings are coming up. The Ravens are yep. coming up. Uh, so check me out there at dot and all of the rest of the great content we have. You can always find me at stt chase on the Twitter machine.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, you know, I, I do engage. So if you want to talk, I I'm here as to-
3: I do as well. So shoot me yes, an yes. email, a text. I'll be more than and happy I, to talk.
4: I will be hosting, yeah. Going forward then, Andrew, I will be hosting yes. the weekly preview show for Belly Up Fantasy Live going forward. So yeah, tune in. That'll in be every- the that'll
2: be the Wednesday show, correct? Yep.
4: That's um, the Wednesday. Or is either it? the Wednesday or the Thursday, I can't. I okay. Or the week, the Wednesday or Tuesday, we'll take. A we'll look get it at straight. It, either way, we'll get it
2: straight.
3: No question. To yeah, all way. Of them,
4: we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna be doing a weekly follow up. We'll be doing a weekly preview. We'll yes. be doing a Thursday night preview. You You'll definitely be to want to tune us
2: on all the shows at any yeah. time. wherever
3: Chase is, you definitely want to be there.
2: Yes, and awesome. as and as always, you can find me at, at Real Mister Matt. I will be releasing my first round of rankings for this season. I will be updating them weekly for in season rankings as well. So check that out on bellyupfantasy.com. I'm hoping you'll be able to find us on fantasypros.com as well. Uh, We shall see. And uh, that's going to do it, though. So thank you for joining us as always. We'll see you next week as we start the NFL season.
3: That's right. Everybody have a great week.
2: Slodger.